everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Pillow Talk with Mark and B. I'm B, and I'm here with my incredible fiance. Hello, I'm Mark, and welcome to the podcast where we just talk. Just talk. How you doing, babe? Good, good. Uh, it's morning time right now. We don't normally do, like, this early recordings, but uh, yeah. it's bright. It's beautiful. We just smoked a bowl. Life is good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm, yeah. I'm chill. I mean, we're a cat of us. Pretty easy. Uh, yeah, this episode's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do today is read through some of my prophetic word. When I was 17, I think, um, I got prophesied over. And in the church that we grew up and with... you're like 30 now. Yeah, now I'm 30. Yeah, this is 12 years ago. So I yeah. just turned... Yeah. I was just about to turn 17, maybe. Um... But, yeah, so in the church that we grew up with, they had these people, prophets, whatever prophets, various mm. prophets from around the world, come into the church every couple of years, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And it was, like, a whole thing, like... Yeah, you know, they'd fly in, like, world-class prophets, whatever yeah. that fucking means. Close the church down for yeah. four days. It was, like, a whole thing for the yeah. church. It was really exciting. But when I got it, it was... Like, we, it was just before graduation. Hmm. And so because all of us were graduating, they had, I guess, asked or just made the exception. Typically, you don't... I think the rule is that you don't typically get prophesied over until you're an adult. Um, Like, officially. I, uh, yeah, I, I've heard maybe similar things, sure. Yeah. I don't know if it's, like, a hard and fast rule or if it's more just, like... I mean, like, you got prophesied over when you were six. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know tons of people who've had prophetic words when they're younger but but... to be in this officially on the list to have a like to be on stage and talk to all of them yeah 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 they're not just pulling out six-year-old from the crowds on sunday service yeah and i believe is even 18 year olds you know because i was kind of in the middle of like leaving the church when all of this was happening Hmm. i'm pretty sure there was a course you were supposed to take you were supposed to do certain things you were supposed to be faster before and after to to get one of these you would have to sign up for it yeah and then even then it wasn't a guarantee like the the prophetic guy could be like i i don't have nothing for you yeah 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 Yeah. so i didn't do any of that i was just graduating and so they got me to do it now i i mean i have obviously we obviously question a lot with the christian faith i have my own questions about spirituality and all that stuff anyway but i've never really known how much weight to put on this to me it's kind of like power of persuasion yeah like i put this literally in the exact same category as when i do tarot tarot with my yeah. friends like yeah y- like man th- there might be some energy that people are tapping into and maybe even getting like snippets and like whatever there's no way to say yes there's no way to say no right but like i've heard these throughout my entire life and like i've heard some that are just like you know you listen to them again 10 years later and you're like holy fuck that was un- eerily accurate mm. you know yeah where where there is something here where i think anything like anything you can take a glean of or you can take some nuggets of truth some from something, you know. Yeah. Even if we went to a Muslim church, yeah. we would still be able to take something positive away. I mean, you should be able to it, take something You positive. should be able to take something yeah. positive away. Even if the positivity was just like, I love that they have a community. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know? should always be able to find a positive in everything. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, like talking about how much stock to actually put into these things, it's hard yeah. to say, you know. I've seen very accurate ones and I've seen others that just like, Wait what? Wait what? <laughs> yeah. And like, my mom, um, my mom, she has, uh, we'll call it the gift of uh, fucking prophecy, prophecy tongues or whatever. Maybe that's inaccurate, but uh, those fish are flying, man. <laughs> Jeez, please. Yeah, but like, so on Sunday she would often like feel like moved by the Holy Spirit, and she would. Like go up, go up and talk and, and pray talk over the church, worship or something, or do yeah. something like that. So I don't know exactly how you would categorize that. categorize that exactly, but like, yeah, you know, there's people from all walks of life. I've known people who have just walked into the church and have started prophesying and being mm-hmm. accurate. Crazy, you know. But then I've also known people who are like doing it for fifty years. They're like, you need a different job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, but it's it's interesting. Like it. It's all interesting. As we go through and read, like, you see how some of this is like, holy fuck, how did they get that? Yeah. And then you see, like, for me, it was like, holy fuck, you really influenced me at a young age and set me on a course that was yeah. not the course I wanted or yeah, even was I mean, fit for. Well, and this is the thing, power of persuasion. Like, yeah. I have, 
when I got this, I was like, okay, well, we're just going to file it away. I have my own life going on right now kind of thing, and then we'll see what happens. And if it's true, if God really, it might, I think I even made a deal with God at some point, which is like, if this is true, we'll see how it goes. Like, yeah. But I'm not going to... You're not going to lean into it? Yeah. Like try I'm to just hunt gonna, it down? Yeah, like, no. Yeah. But I understand if people who were not as, like, independent or, like make yeah. your own way in this world kind of thing like i can see how that well would just right off the in. bat you got a bunch of christians who are all buying into something with no no actual proof well so right a- off the bat you're trying to get people to be involved in something and like people are just everyone's trying to find the purpose and meaning to their life and people yeah. latch on to christianity and whatever For hope i think but yeah but i'm very curious to see how this turns out yeah. so i did this on may 22nd 2010 which is 12 years and a few months ago okay so a lot has happened. I think I really only took this out like five years ago, hmm. maybe six or seven years ago, and then haven't really touched it. But a lot of things have been happening around here and I mean the move and like a whole bunch of stuff. So I brought it up last week and we figured we'd do an episode on yeah, it. Yeah, I think it'll make a good, interesting episode. Yeah. So before we get started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if we would ever get back to give us your money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give us some money on Patreon. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, if you guys ever want to get a hold of us, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, yeah. Pillow Talk with Mark and B. At, and then Gmail is Pillow Talk with Mark and B at gmail.com. Yeah, and Patreon is Pillow Talk at Mark and B. Just in case you're wondering, it's yeah. everything's Pillow Talk with Mark and B. Yeah, yeah. So. Links in the description. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's get into it. So, from what I remember, there was like four or five different pastors or prophets mm-hmm. or whatever so they kind of go through it one by one and these are separated my mom typed this out for me i didn't type this so. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very church talk yeah so stay with us <laughs> yeah um i guess i'll go first so this one was from somebody giselle let the children come on to me for theirs is the kingdom of heaven You know, I see you, I knew you very young in years, but I see you in a time to come where you're going to go with teams from this church to the mission field. And I see you ministering to children, and I see you taking them and going in circles with them and dancing and singing songs and writing, making up your own songs, and then I see you making up your own stories. And you're going to use stories from the Bible, and you're going to make them relatable to children. I see you with a great education behind you, but that's not going to stop you because you have such a big heart of compassion. There's such a tenderness in you. I see you almost like in your old age, uh, like a Mother Teresa, that kind of person. In you, there's purity of heart. You move me. When you come before me, your compassion moves me. You move me. Your prayers move me. Your tenderness moves me. You will lay hands on them, and they will be transformed. You will speak a word of hope and life will come to them. Those who, those that have no mothers and no fathers, you will speak words of life into them. You will speak hope where there is no hope. You will speak destiny. You will prophesy into their lives. Oh, get ready. Your life is going to take such a change when you get up from this chair. You are an awesome young woman. You are pure. You are a pure heart. And the Lord says, I look for those that are pure and righteous that I may use you. It was Mary, it was her purity, it was her righteousness. That's why God picked her to be the mother of Jesus. And I see you like that. Like a righteous, that, that righteous, that purity of heart that God is going to use. In this day and age, you will still be a young woman and you will still do fun things. But God says, get ready because I'm going to use you. And your name, I see it in billboards. I see your name in great places. People will hear your name, Bethany. And no, oh, one that knows how to bring the word, how to share the word, how to preach the word, and knows how to tell stories. I even see a book coming out of you. You will write for me. They will be like allegories. What's an allegory? Um, like an analogy, an allegory. Oh. Let's, let's get an actual definition while you keep reading. Um, but they will tell the truth, and the truth will set them free. Get ready for me. Get ready for your destiny. It's great, Bethany. Allegory is a story or poem or picture that can be interpreted to reveal a hidden meaning, typically or typical, a moral or political one. That's interesting. My whole blog is that. Yeah. That's very interesting. Huh. Um, okay, so that's the first section. Um, <laughs> the book, the writing thing, I mean, I'm in the middle of writing a book, so that's yeah. whatever. The children's stories, the only thing that I've ever, like published on the internet as my own were sex stories nice 
this. So hey, like, well, apparently that's okay nowadays. Oh, those so. sex show stores. Those to the children. Yeah, you can show those oh, to six-year-olds, okay. and that's perfectly acceptable. So Sweet. You prophecy fulfilled. Fuck yeah. Yeah, no, that's very interesting. I mean, I've always written. I've always yeah. been very, like, creative in that sense. Yeah. So that's very interesting. Is there anything that stood out to you there? Um, yeah, there's some things like your compassion, your tenderness and stuff. And like, um, yeah, you, you seek to understand. And there's kind of some stuff like that. But like, I feel like some of these things are like just so like generic. so just generic, yeah. you know? And it's like, yeah, of course that fits some human out there, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, even the whole like... Uh, it, yeah, I don't know. There's interesting stuff in there. Great education and stuff, and, like, I don't know. I'll never go back to school. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And even when I did, like, I don't think I would have gone to school. I'm still paying off student loans for a course that I didn't want to even take. I just yeah. had to take it out of principal because it was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. School's a joke, for sure. Yeah. So, very interesting. Do you want to read some of the next one? It's yeah, I'll long. read the next one. Oh, yeah, this guy's by Jack. You got beautiful eyes. I had to look. The picture I got in my mind, and I actually carry this in my other briefcase, is, you know, it's called clear eye. And when you just get a little foggy and you get a little burned and you drop them in, how many have you have ever done that? And you go, oh, that feels good. <laughs> <laughs> this entire time he was like, he grabbed my chin and was like looking into my eyes. Yeah. Oh, that feels good. (laughs) (laughs) And I saw you coming to a cleaner, clearer vision on your life and then cause you to have a clear vision, helping others into clear vision. And I saw the children thing too. Let me give you some scriptures. Matthew 13. But blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears hear. For as surely as I say unto you, to you, many prophets and righteous desire to see what you see and did not see it. To hear what you hear, but did not hear it. And uh, sometimes it's hard for a young person to understand how much they've been given. But because you're in the house and because and the people around you, you're training. Education and all. And you know more about God than you think you do. You know more about the scripture and principles than you think you do. You have been watching and you have been hearing and you have been paying attention your own way. And the Lord said that he's very proud of you. And maybe he's not quite so clear for you now. And that's part of it. You're learning, you're growing, and getting some vision and clarity here. But that's, uh, but that, but there's more to come. And then Revelations three eighteen, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined with fire, that you may be rich; white garments, that you may be clothed; and anoint your eyes with the eye salve, that you may see. And last, there, these are great scriptures for you. <clears throat> this is now him going back to talking. I think. At last, these are great scriptures for you, but I think they're going to be a hallmark of your life and vision that you help other people. How many know seeing it's pretty important? You're pretty crippled in life and you can't see it. It's a sad thing. And how many are nearsighted? How many are farsighted? Come on, and then they have an adjustment. Sight's huge. And last but not least, a very famous scripture, Proverbs 29. For where there's no progressive vision, my my people dwell carelessly. But happy is he who keeps the law or understands and sees the way to go. Hmm. For I am coming into the season to bring you a peace and a confidence that my hand is upon you for good. And I come this very day to take off a temptation to compare yourself with the one or that one. For the word of the Lord is true. And when we start comparing ourselves and measuring ourselves, we become foolish and we lose sight of what we should be and what we should and what we could be. I'm coming to say I'm coming to use you just as you are, and I'm well pleased with you. I come to take your, I, I come to take you right now, your heart, your mind, your creativity, your vision, that you do have. I come t- to take, man, it's interesting. I've been reading so much listener lore that this is formatted so clunky because it's just like the guy is talking. Just talking. It's like a free flow, like. Yeah, and he was like talking to me and then he would turn to the church yeah. and then he would read the Bible and then yeah. he would have a comment and then he would look at me and then. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so interesting. Like it, it's so clunky to fucking read. Yeah. But anywho, I come to take you right now. I come to take a place, a gift of faith in your in you for your own life, a gift of faith for what I am doing in you, for you and through you, but also to lift your vision. What am I, what am I going to do? A patience and security will drop in your heart right now, a settledness. 
If God is for me, who can be against me? He is my good shepherd, he is leading me, and he is guiding me to slaughter. Oops, no, sorry. <laughs> that part wasn't it. That was just my own little... <laughs> sorry, when I hear Christians talk about sheep and God being the shepherd, it just... It's not good. <laughs> sheep has a really bad connotation with it right now, so... <laughs> And he has taken me to this place, and here I sit waiting, listening for what he would have me do. I'm well pleased with this. I'm coming to give you new confidence what you do see and what you hear. I'm going to put a prophetic anointing on you to be able to hear my voice and see more clearly. I am coming to tune your ear and your eyes to, be more, to see more clearly more often. I'm coming to start to give words to... I'm coming to start to give you words of knowledge and words of wisdom. You're going to start hearing and thinking a little differently. Already you get ideas and thoughts and you think that they're ideas and your thoughts. But no, it's a partnership with me. I fucking hate religion, man. Oh my god. Nope, it's me. Does that include the bad ones or? No. No? No. Just the different ones. Just the different ones. Just the good ones. He's like a fucking guy who comes in on the team project at the end. Yeah, at the end. Guys, we did so good. We did so good. Takes all the... Praise be to God! It's like, wait, I was the one who did it. (laughs) Anyways, there's some jokes. Jokes. Um... I'm, uh, where are we? I'm coming to give you a vision for touching other young people. Oh, you would hesitate back and say, I, what do I have to offer? You see and hear more than you know. The thoughts that you have and the words that you have, the counsel that you have, the prayers that you have, they can set other people on a straight course. I'm coming to stir you and give you confidence in this. I come to lift your own heart and mind, and there is more for you than, more for you have limited what I could do in and through you. Okay, can we just pause here and just talk about the whole I thing and then this thing? Yeah. The I thing, I think, was very interesting because he really, like, everybody after the the service had talked to me about that, and everybody's always commented on my eyes. They're huge. They're big. They're nice and brown. Yeah, they're very, nice. Very, like, deep brown, yeah. huge eyes. Like, my whole Soulful. Life. Yeah. Even when I was a baby, it was like, you had big curly hair and big brown eyes. <laughs> Those my, were my de- identifiers. Yeah. So, it's very interesting. And then, I do... I mean, without blowing myself up too much, I do think I see different perspectives. Oh, yeah. Like, yep. I think I try. I think that's the goal. I think whatever. So that's interesting. I don't know. I kind of feel like I was doing that beforehand. Like, I had to stay alive when I was younger. Yeah. So, like, we yeah. had to do that. Um, but it's interesting to see, like, I mean, if all of this was true and if it was all God and blah, 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 blah. It's interesting to see where he took that into what my life has become now. Hmm. Where it's like, yeah, we had the foresight to see the energy crisis, and we had yeah. the foresight to see we had to, like, yeah. we wouldn't be here. Yeah, no, I see what's coming. Yeah. You see what's coming in the world. Yeah. But at this point, it's like, if you don't, you're ignorant. <laughs> you're fucking ignorant. Um, yeah. yeah, no, people are walking around this world literally with their eyes closed intentionally. Yeah. I know people are like, oh, no, I don't want to listen to that. That just gives me anxiety. Yeah. Well, you're going to be a whole lot more anxious when you don't know that there's no more food. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep, and then this council thing. I mean, I feel like I've come into it a lot in the last couple of years. For sure. But definitely, like, therapy with B is absolutely a thing. Yeah. All my friends call me. People who aren't bosses have called me. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And, and even in, in a way to this, this podcast is kind of a little bit of, like... It's interesting. I mean, it's our perspective. It even says, like, the thoughts you have, the words you have, the counsel. They can set people on a straight course. I'm coming to you to give confidence in this. It's, all, like, people don't come to me unless they want something like instructions. Like, yeah. In fact, people will avoid you. Like, yeah. I can name some people where it's like, they've come to you once for a problem. You're like, well, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. And then they just stop. And then They'll they don't do you, anything. <laughs> yeah. It's just like. It's so funny. Um, okay. Continue. These are days for you to explore and try new things. Ah, I see you lifting up, lift up your arms. I see you just jumping out of the nest a little like an eagle and just jumping out there and soaring into some new things and some new areas. This is a time of exploration and learning. I think the Lord's going to send you out and you're going to be a little more bold and not quite so safe because you don't like to make mistakes and you don't like to be embarrassed. Well, who does? But no risk, no reward. No risk, no reward. I have said that my whole life. I wonder Hmm. if that's where I got it from. Interesting. You got to jump. You got to go. No risk, no reward. I'm coming to give you a curiosity about life and a new dimension. 
CERN. <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> they talked about it 10 years ago. A curiosity of what God will do in you and through you. A new adventure coming into your life right now. I drop it into you right now. And that courage and ability to explore and think and move in a new dimension. Yeah, like some of it's so generic. Like <coughs> like a new adventure. You're going to go out and do... It's like, yeah. I graduated. I just graduated. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, better. <laughs> I see people praying for you. I see you praying for other people. I see you. I see this is the third time I think I've been here and it's not normal for me. I see you like partnering again, armor bearer, bodyguards. I see you partnering with other ministries, other young ministry ministries, children department, youth department. I see you partnering. I see you being an armor bearer. I see you encouraging them, praying for them, helping them. And as you're doing that, you're exposing different personalities, different gift mixes, and you're see what fits and what doesn't fit. Like, you know how to read people for sure. Like so some well. of these are like very bang on for yeah. sure. Yeah. There is an experimentation about you and the Lord wants to. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and the Lord wants you to have a gift of faith to believe and move out. It's impossible to please him without faith and that you would believe as you diligently seek him and serve and move and grow. He will reward you. There is paydays for following me as you sat here and I said I'm going to seek the Lord and the Lord saying I'm going to bless you. And I see an ability for you in children's ministry, but I also see you an ability to have a kind of like a small group of your own. I see you mentoring them and helping them see the way to go. There's a lot of young ladies if you would open your heart and mind to what you've learned by watching and learning. They would listen to you and they would have a better life. How many of those? How many of you know? No, it's a bunch of young ladies closer. Those young ladies would have a better life, and we realize release this anointing because you can see, and you can help others see. The Lord, we thank you right now for the stage that she's in in life, and we just want to launch her right now into the nest, out of the nest, launch her right into your goodness, launch her right into the gifts and fruits of the spirit, launch her into your people, launch her out to soar and move with great vision and progressive vision for herself and all around her. God, we touch her eyes and her ears right now and we release her into the new season in her life in Jesus' name. Man, it's funny. I feel goofy reading that. It's so weird. Like, like, like I wonder if people who have never sat in a church and listened to this, like... Like, what are they thinking what it's saying right now? Like, so... Like, you said it at the very beginning. Like, this is a different language. It's a different language. I speak it because I grew up in it, but yeah. it's a different language. Just like you always talk about my listener lores. It's a different language. Different language. It's very interesting, too, because... And I, maybe we should have mentioned that prophets have rules. Yeah. Like, they're not ever allowed to say you should come to my church. Yeah, they're not allowed to take people from the church. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, otherwise they'd just be going and be like, huge anointing on you, come with me, brother. Yeah. and actually we get into that later because there was one guy that said a few things and everybody came up like, oh my God, like I thought he was going to take you with him. Like, oh. holy shit. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. But this, so there's like a lot, oh, there's a cat in the mangroves. Um, so there's a lot of like church talk, but a lot of like, directly like for god you'll do this for god you do this yeah. if i take out i see the ability for you in children's ministry yeah if it was just like i see the ability for you to work with people yeah you have a small group of your own you mentor them blah 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 blah. all of that yeah better life better clarity all of that 100 percent. yeah like it, it's pretty accurate for sure like minus the the god thing yeah yeah where it's like I, I do live my life to the fullest in almost all of this where it's like yeah 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 yeah, interesting. Um, okay, so we're going to switch down to Pastor Charlie now. Um, I also feel like, to some degree, yeah, okay, whatever. Hallelujah. That Bethany. that just means praise the Lord for all you non-Christian and initiated folks. And I believe that it now is I've the, taught, the same word in almost every language. Hallelujah. Hmm. Well, wouldn't it just be a word in the Jewish language? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's... <laughs> Carry on, my love. <laughs> Hallelujah. Bethany, how old are you? 17? Amen. You know, the Lord has given me what I think is an unusual word for a 17-year-old, but I'm going to drop it on you because I believe it's something that you're going to grow in. And uh, let me first... Oh, yeah. This guy's from, like, Florida or Texas or something, so there's lots of, like, uh and uh, like <laughs> Yeah. So... I'm going to drop it on you because I believe it's something that you're going to grow into. First, let me say that the Lord has shown me that you're, you know, t 
talking about the eyes here and everything, but the Lord has shown me that you're a woman of excellence, and in inside between these two ears is an incredible brain and a woman, even a young lady ahead of her time, as far as having maturity. And you're unique in a way that you see things differently than most teenagers see them. And you, you know, you look meek and mild, but... <laughs> You look meek and mild, but you are what I would classify as an activist. <laughs> when you think that an injustice has been done, you're going to speak up. And I think, you know, what I'm feeling in my spirit is that you're seeing a lot of wrongs. And you're one of these ladies that says, hey, you know what? We can correct that. You're one of those. You're one of that likes to sit down and put your mind to something and say, how can we work through this? How can we work through this? Yeah, like that's so, so accurate, accurate from someone who's never met you before. Yeah, never seen me, never anything. You look cute. Like you look quiet, but you're a fighter. Yeah. That's awesome. But I want to show you something from the scripture that I believe the Lord is going to use you mightily. And because your temperance in your spirit is sweet, that you're a giver. You're just a giver. You just want to see other people flourish in the kingdom. And let me show you why this is unusual. And I've never had the Lord do this with a teenager, but I'm going to be obedient. In Isaiah 58, <laughs> 6, it talks about a fast because what the Lord is showing me is that you're going to live a fasted life. You're going to, you're being called to an intercessor to the house of the Lord. Google that. Um, uh, it just means someone who intercedes. So like a, like a prayer person would be. Oh, as a matter of fact, I almost see in the teen population here, in the youth, that if it already if it hasn't already happened, that a team of intercessors, those that would get together and pray for you, are, and you are one of those people. It says here in verse 6, It is not the fast that I have chosen to loose the bonds of the wicked, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke. It is not to share your bread. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry? See that first part? The Lord is saying that there is a liberation ministry upon you and you don't like seeing people bound up and stuck. Wow. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of friends you have. You know they are bound and you are lifting them before the Lord and you don't know how to get them unstuck. And sometimes the best way is to fast and pray. And it says you're going to share bread with the hungry. That means you're going to share your resources. You're going to share your knowledge. You're going to share that, that great wisdom and that knowledge that God has given you already at a young age. Wait until you get older and walk with the Lord and you mature. It's such a great destiny in your life. You're what I would classify as an influencer to other people. You can influence people and it says that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out. I mean, you want to see the poor have shelter. You want them to have a place to stay. You don't want them to you don't want to see them on the streets and you you want to see them cared for. And it says, "When you see the naked, you will cover him." And you know that's so important today. People are out here on the streets, they have nothing, and God is putting a burden on your heart at 17 years old. And I think to myself, wow, five, ten years, what will this grow into? Sitting in Panama. <laughs> um, I believe that you're going to have governmental influence in this area. God is going to put a burden so hard on you that as you fast and you pray, God is going to give you unique ideas that you're going to go to the government and say, I can see you doing this. And you know what? God's going to open a door and you're going to go there and say, you know what? You guys are doing this all wrong. Let me show you the biblical way to do this. And by the way, it works. And it goes on to say, and do not hide yourself from your own flesh, that your light shall break forth in the morning and that your healing spring forth steadily and your righteousness shall go before you and all the glory of God shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call him and the Lord will answer and you shall cry and he shall say, here I am. Wow. This is awesome, but, oh, this is a heavy but awesome word. I would not have given it, but the Lord says you can handle it. It's on you. It's on you. Has this been your church? Did you grow up to this church? Oh, and then you came back? Good thing, you know, you came back because this, this is the call upon your life. Let me, uh, I want to anoint your hands because you know what comes along with this, by the way, is when you do all this stuff, you know, I see you, just so you know, you're an inner city person and this is what God's going to do. You're going to mentor this house, but I saw you giving out food. I saw you handing out sandwiches. I saw you doing soup kitchens and handing out clothes. I even saw you binding wounds, but you know, wounds and putting band-aids on people. And I saw teams of people with you and God is going to use you not only here, but your another that's going to step on foreign lands also and that is where a lot of your uh in the trenches training is going to come from but you know i feel like i need to tell you you need to just sew yourself into this house and get all of the teaching and everything that you can get you know sometimes i say to this people unpack your bags because this is where you belong you don't belong anywhere else and if you keep a little 
night bag packed somewhere in your spirit, unpack that too, because there's no quick getting away. <laughs> well, now you're, now you're tied into it with my parents. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah. There's no getting away from that church. Really? <laughs> the Lord is harnessing you today for a commission that is being forgotten today. It's every man and woman and child for themselves. And God has put this burden. He's put it on you and God is going to flourish it in you. And I'm telling you, you're going to see some awesome things happen and you're going to start seeing that right away in your own life. And God is going to use you to speak up and you know, you're just going to get in people's faces and that's what you need to do. People believe that there's something, oh, because I believe that there's some people that you know right now and that are going down the tubes real quick. And as I anoint your hands, I'm going to pray for a boldness to you and you will do the right thing and get in people's faces and say here let me help you now don't wait for people i'm going to share something with you you're a person don't wait for people just go and do and when you do you're gonna win them for you're gonna win them over for christ amen raise your hands now lift it up we anoint bethany's hands today lord god for the commission lord god jesus lord i why do people say his name like every time somebody prays they say it like 16 times yeah what is that? I feel like it's like a filler word, like, um, uh... I'm going to start using Mark when I talk to you instead of filler words. <laughs> We're going to see how it goes. <laughs> um, Lord, I thank you for returning her to home. God, for the call is great upon her life, Lord God. But Lord, you have opened a fresh horn of oil this day, and you are anointing the hands to do the service of the house, Lord God, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I feel to tell you, Bethany, that there are some things that are carrying that you're not too proud of. And you're saying, Lord, how can all of this be happening? But God is saying, Bethany, it's time to put the past behind you and repent. Get the re redemption of the Lord and now hold your head high and go forward because God, because God is for you. He is not against you. He will fulfill. He will fulfill. You know if this is God's will, he will pay the bill and he will take you through. So I'm just blessed and I'll tell you what I'm doing because this is my this is what I do for a living I'm the executive director for an inner city ministry where we feed almost a million people a year and and we take care of people even help them with the hospital bills we do everything we can when I saw you walk up I saw that anointing on your life to help people when no one else would step up to that so I'm just gonna say I'm gonna lay my hand upon you and say Lord I impart the passion Lord God Jesus and the drive to see those who can't help themselves helped by those that care, Lord God Jesus. Even though we may not do all right, Lord God, we may fumble in here and there. We are doing what you have asked us to do, Lord God, and to take care of your people, to feed them, to clothe them, to give them drink. Lord, that they would have a quality of life, Lord, that we may bring your word to them. Though they reject it or accept it, Lord, we are doing your commission. I pray this upon Bethany's life. We just seal it and bless her right away in your precious name. I didn't mean to seal it that way. I was just meaning... For what I was praying. Oh, because he he sold it, Kyrie, like he sealed it like that, but the other prophecies had to, or prophets had to go. Man, you had a lot of people. A lot of people. They, like, so it was this guy who, like, everybody came up to me and was just like, dude, if, if they were allowed to take you out of the church, like, everybody was like, this guy was almost about to ask you or offer you a job, blah, blah, blah. Like, so that was really interesting to me. Um, and... Yeah, like just, it's very big. I feel like... Yeah, this is big. Like, I've heard a bunch of these before, and like, even just I said, like, that's a lot of people that did yeah, this for you. I yeah. was 17. Yeah, like, interesting. Very interesting. So you really missed missed the calling for your life. Missed eh? the calling, I guess. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um, you want to read the next one? Yeah. This is from Pastor Danny. Just wanted to confirm, we can close up this in confirmation. I, you... Are going to be a bread to many. Oh, I think going it was like I. You were going to be a bread to like he's. The I was a Jesus thing. Ah, you are going to be a bread of life to many people throughout every stage of your life, and God's going to train you on how to feed people. I believe in all that has been said. You're going to help feed hunger, feed the hungry. There's also a bread of life that you will be too many people. You'll be that to the children around you at this stage, then to the young, and then you'll graduate as one who can feed the hungry, even the t to the older generation. I see you feeding a an older generation and the word of the Lord. There'll come, there'll come a time when you are fully mature. I saw you. It's almost like a trajectory of your life 
as they were prophesying. I saw you entering different realms as God began to prepare you and train you. I saw you entering a place even of functioning in the office capacity as administrator, administrating, and learning everything that you have that had to do with administration. Because there will be ministries that will rise out of this house and that will need the expertise that you will bring and the passion that you will bring so that jobs can get done. I also saw you at times engaging and this is a word for you to wait on. There will be uh, there will be increase of earthquakes and tragic situations that will take place in these end times. You will be as a team of people together with a team of people that will, from this church, rise on the occasion of great turmoil around the earth, squadrons of relief. I saw you in the midst of earthquakes after the land had been ravaged, rescuing people, healing people, feeding people, ministering to people and adults alike. And you're going to be a well-rounded woman. You're going to know how, what it is able to be, at what it is to be able to be introduced into places of great catastrophe and bring hope and peace and rescue people by the will of God that God has plans and purposes for. That's that's a hilarious sentence. I'm going to read that again. <laughs> You're going to know what to what it is to be able to to be introduced into places of great catastrophe and bring hope and peace and rescue people by the will of God that God has plans and purposes for. The people that God doesn't have plans and purposes for, fuck them. They probably died in the earthquake. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird some of this wording. Like, even, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe this is just more about Christianity in whatever, but, like, the whole, like, you want them to be in the middle of catastrophe to touch them. And then you save them, and then glory goes to yeah. God, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because that's like, the only way to actually convince somebody to join a like, wacky religion is through some type of middle... You're not going to come approach a rational man and then just rationalize them yeah, into religion. But, like, even you in You have all to go those... to the downtrodden, people who have no hope, people who are actually looking for something. Yeah, but that's in all only... of those situations, it's never God. It's like, here, have some food. Like, let's Yeah, here... Here, have some just a hope in a little bit. Just survive one more day, and then maybe they turn to Christ. You but know? I'd even like, rather give them tangible advice. Like, <laughs> it's okay, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it's just... Yeah, th there's just so much about it that I just can't get anywhere close to on board it's with. It's so interesting. Like... Yeah. Like, even the whole God having plans for people implies he has, like, no plans for other people, which is like, wait, so you just don't... Like, like you're playing favorites, essentially. Well, yeah. You give one guy a massive awesome plan, right? Yeah. And then you give this other guy this shit hand. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all bullshit. And you give more people shit hands and you give good handouts, so... Well, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it, a weird system, I think. No, nah, it's fucked, man. It, it there's no logic to it. It's just fucked. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, little ranty. It's just... I just hear when they write people off like that. Yeah. Or it's like... Oh, these people, the important Christians, and it's just like, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like, I don't like church. It makes you uncomfortable. It makes right? me incredibly uncomfortable. You look uncomfortable. Like, even reading these, like, reading the, like, it's, it's so weird. And yeah, there are good parts in it, but like, yeah. it's just so much nonsense, garbly gook cult shit. But like you said, we can take snippets yeah. and little, oh, yeah. little... yeah. Oh, yeah. But ultimately, you got to always remember, just take snippets. Don't take the whole fucking thing. You, yeah. Because well. then you end up as a Christian and you're crazy. Well, I mean... I, I don't know. I don't think I have anything <laughs> against Christianity as a whole. I think that... Well, actually, maybe let's finish reading this sure. and then get into that. Sure. Go ahead. Um... Where was I at? You're going to slip in and out of trouble places and you're going to get a vast understanding that there's going to come a day when they'll call upon you for wisdom and understanding even in the city and how to resolve situations. So learn everything you must learn. Get all the wisdom you can get. Do all the schooling you must do for there will be a great stretching of your mind and your heart and it shall not just be for people confined to a city. It shall not just be for a nation. It shall be for many nations, says the Lord. I'm going to make you a woman capable of networking strength. For the helping of nations, and when it's all over, you shall see as the bread of the Lord. Be still as, you shall be still as the bread of the Lord. And you shall remember the word of the Lord, even this night, that he has called you to be bread for people, bread for a nation. And out of the greatest situations of brokenness, you will be, when you will break because of the pressure that comes on you and the burden and out of the brokenness is when you're going to feed the most. It's when you're going to be multiplied many times over and 
you will be a woman that will not be weak. You're going to have a strong, be a strong woman, but a very meek woman who has a heart full of compassion and mercy. Feed them, she, feed them, says the Lord. Feed, feed my people. Be the bread that I have called uh, you to be to them. There's a great legacy in the house of God. Separated from birth, dedicated unto God, and the Lord will use you even after your name. You'll be a bread for many. God will cause you to feed many people languishing and dying, calling for a miracle, calling on heavens for answers, and God will send you, Bethany. So very focused on like, well, the administration part was interesting. Yeah, there's some administrations there. There's also some stuff there just about like, just going back and touching on how uh, you, you operate with other people and stuff yeah. and like... Networking. Networking was the one, yeah. Touching, yeah. Very um, interesting. The last one switches back to Giselle. She had stepped in for a second and then wrapped it up. So I'm just going to wrap it up with hers. Um, you know, Bethany, maybe you don't see all these things right now. And he said something that is very key. He said that maybe there are things that you think, wow, you know, maybe these foolish things that we do sometimes as kids, you know, but God sees something else. God sees something else. And the word of the God, word of God says, if your heart condemns you, he is greater and he knows all things. When we were young, we do foolish things, but God is awesome. And if I went by everything that I did as a young girl, I shouldn't be standing here. But God's mercy has been so great in my life, so great in my life. And you know, Bethany, God is going to use you mightily. That's why you're sitting here, because you chose to say, God, I want to serve you, and I want everything that you have for me. And the final prayer that they all said together. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we seal this word to Bethany's life. She shall be the bread for many, Lord God, and she... And just like she is named Bethany, she will be bread of life for many. Oh, so maybe that's where they got the whole bread thing. Yeah, I kept on wondering, like, yeah. why bread? But I think my, well, I think my name means house of God, bread of God, bread of life, something huh. like that. Yeah. Um, uh, we bless her and we seal this into her life in Jesus' name, Lord, and all the angels set around her for protection. You know, Pastor, one of those bats that you said we're going to have to take out, one of those guns, that shotgun. Get it, get it ready, Papa. Get it. She's beautiful and many will come. But Lord, we see her, we seal her ready to your plans. Nobody will rob, rob this woman in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, and then asked who my parents were and says, Mother. Amen. She's awesome. She's a jewel of God. You need to raise her, finish raising her. She's 17 already, but she's got a long way to go. You need to continue to cover her because she's precious to God. This is precious cargo right there. Hmm. Interesting. So I think where I, like, kind of stepping back to that side conversation, where I have a problem with, and you and I have been talking about this a lot lately, where, like, if you actually believed that the the God of the universe that you say, mm -hmm. like, all this in the Bible, he can, he can move mountains and he yeah. can, you know... Create, just destroy you. Just destroy you. Damn you create Earth, all of the stuff. Like, he is yeah. omniscient, omnipotent, om everything. Yeah. But if people actually truly believed that, I don't think you would be gossiping with Jenny or yeah. like like cheating on your husband yeah. or or literally just doing anything that did not have to do with one hundred percent with God. Like it just doesn't. It does it doesn't compute. If there was literally an all powerful being out there and you believed in him, you better be doing everything you can to to appease him it's like covid where it's yeah. like yeah yeah it's not safe it's not safe but the same people who were like get yeah. your shot get your shots go we're at the club before the shots came out yeah yeah yeah. it's yeah. just like if you, you were really afraid of covid you wouldn't be doing what you're doing exactly. if you were really if you really believed in god if you yeah. really believed in what this bible said you wouldn't be doing what you're doing yeah if you really loved your husband you would not be talking shit about him to me yeah if you really like this is the whole thing. I don't think people are really honest with themselves when yep. it comes to their beliefs. Yep. And this is why I'm so careful about saying what I believe in. And because, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, we don't know. Yeah. And so I'm not going to just say something and then stick to it like glue. Because that, I I think, in my opinion, is an ignorant thing to do. Yeah, it's a, it's incredibly ignorant. Like, so your parents were religious and now you're religious? I mean, I that's I talked to somebody and it was just like, she's gone to church, well, she hasn't for a couple of years now, but before she, before COVID, she had gone to church for like 60 years. And yeah. I was like, oh, like why? She's like, oh, it's just something my parents did. Yeah. Like, yeah, lots of people oh, like, like that. like, what does religion mean to you? Well, like, I don't know. It's just my, my parents did that. Like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> but yeah, like it's, it's very interesting to hear all of these things said about my life when I was 17. And then now, I mean, like, there's been a couple things happening in our life mm -hmm. that 
I hear this and I'm like, yeah, I'm a fighter. Yep. Yeah, I'm an activist. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say what's right. Yeah, when I see an injustice, I'm going to say something. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I'm very proud of that. Yeah, you I should be. I think, too, where this whole struggle thing comes from, they talked about, like, out of the struggle, you're going to do this and that and this. I really do believe that that's the only way that you can kind of, like, get to that second awakening or whatever people call it where you kind of like i don't know i think they call it enlightened but basically you get to this point in your life where it's like holy shit i've struggled for the last six years somehow all of a sudden six years has gone past nothing's changed i'm exhausted whatever as soon as you actually take control of your life and make that switch things happen like the earth shifts it's a crazy shift until you experience it you won't really understand it but once you have yeah it's crazy it's crazy um like yeah, man, like, it's, how many of these shifts, like, for me, when I did mushrooms, it shift. Yeah. I took back control of my life. I, I seen a bunch of shit I was doing I didn't like, and I took back control. It was, like, and an that, introspective yeah. process. So I just wonder, like, you know, how many of these people, when they're having that, like, tough moment and they want that change, that that's when they turn to the religion, you know? That's, you know, um... Yeah. Uh, more, oh, fuck, what is the term they use? Uh, it's, like... The coming to Christ moment, I, I suppose. Like, oh, when you're yeah. 30, you came back to the Lord or whatever. Oh, my God. The the, the, the lost kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part um, prodigal son. Sure. Yeah, it's just, I just wonder how much of it's kind of... Hmm. I feel like every single Christian I know, and I really do mean this, I feel like every single Christian I know has been like, fuck this, okay, I'm going to go live my life for a while, yeah. and then they kind of like grow up, grow yeah. out of it. And then they're like, okay, well, now we just kind of settle back into the church. So they yeah. leave, they have fun, and then they just go back and do what they've always done their whole lives. Yeah, like, literally every one of them. But it's There's not because There's very few like... people that are like... Well, well, it goes back to, once again, if you believed in the God that you say you yeah. believed in, you wouldn't, you shouldn't, you would not be doing that. You wouldn't be and it's not that you should, should not be doing me. that. You literally would not be doing that because the God will kill you. Yeah, I mean, I like, don't have a relationship with my brother because people in the church have been judging me. Yeah. I haven't talked to them for years. Yeah. They they haven't seen me for years, but they're gossiping about me, so I don't have a relationship with my brother. Yeah. If you really believed in God, like yeah. if you really believed, I just don't think that makes sense. Yeah. You just wouldn't be doing these things. Like you wouldn't be if you such know a that God person. is always watching you. <laughs> it's just so crazy. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Again, like what do we know about anything? But I think that's the point. Where that's the point. Like, no one knows. And it's really, in my opinion, ignorant to say otherwise yeah. because yeah. you just don't know. Yeah. And then to, to judge others and to to rip apart other people's lives and to comment on what they do and how they do things and how successful, like, just because you think the world goes one way yeah. and you're going to, like, comment and judge everybody else, like, it's just such an ignorant place to be. Yeah. And it's brutal to watch. Especially since they literally admit that it's, it's face, faith based yeah like yeah. oh okay yeah so you just believe in this yeah okay well i don't put any stock in your belief i'm sorry yeah yeah i mean my dad used to like he was like unemployed for years and years and years and he would say we're still waiting for god to fulfill the promises that he has or yeah that he's placed on our lives mm-hmm. and i was like well, you haven't gotten off the couch for three years, so I don't think he's going to get you a job. Like, yeah, yeah. until you go and get a job, he's not going to... No, no, we're still waiting for God's promises, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But, like, you're the... I am the only one on this world, on this earth, doing my... Like, I... I yeah. It's me. Yeah. I'm, I can't give credit to somebody who I don't know for sure is there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just... It doesn't... It's, it's counterintuitive, in yeah. my opinion. But very, very, very interesting to read. Um, so a question for you. I know you've always kind of had a heart for the homeless. Yeah. Did that come, do you think, before or after this? I, I was thinking about that when I was listening to like, this. Like, because it was so clearly, like, they were, they were, they like, were pushing you on that path, it for, for sure. sure. Um, I think, well, no, actually, no, I guarantee it was before that, because I went to Mexico when I was 12. Sure. And okay. ever since, I've always, like, kind of wanted to go back and help others and yeah. blah, 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 blah. So yeah. I think definitely. Yeah. But cool. it... He was the guy who was just like, whoa, like, you should probably go to him after you finish college and ask him for a job. <laughs> like, go do that. He already knows about your admin. He knows about this. And, and yeah, like, that was, for a long time, that was my goal. Yeah, yeah. But then I left the church and... <laughs> Country. Started making money. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I don't think so. <laughs> and that was that. Yeah, interesting. What are your thoughts listening to this? 
Yeah, like, I am very impressed by just, like, some of the accuracies when it comes to, like, personality and dealing with people. Yeah. Because um, I feel like some things are, like, generic. Yeah. But dealing with people is genuinely, like, a hard skill that many people never even learned, let alone master. That's true. Like, reading a room. Yeah. <laughs> How many people can do it? Social cues. <laughs> like, and like, yeah, it's, um, it's crazy. Yeah, so it's interesting just, like, with that, like, because that, that definitely is bang on. Um, yeah, it's interesting, too, like, they talk about going overseas, and, like, I feel, too, like, I I look into it a little more. Oh, now we're in Panama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, but really, it's just, like, well, everyone's gone overseas. Exactly. And I think that, like... We weren't sitting on the couch in January being like, how can we go feed the homeless and yeah. something? Like, it was like, how do we survive? How do we take care of ourselves? Yeah. Like, this yeah. is like... Yeah, like, you can't help other people if you're not taking care of yourself. Exactly. Um, There's one line in there we was talking about, uh, and you would be completely broken and still giving. Yeah. And I hope you don't ever fucking do that. I mean, I've done that. Yeah, don't... I feel like the first 30 years were that. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm at this place where it's like, no, no, I can't. Yeah, like, no more. And that's why I'm, like, very... My boundaries are very clear with people. Like, the whole therapy with B, come to me once with the problem. No problem. Yeah. The second time, it better be with a solution. And if there's a third time, see we're ya. not talking. Yeah, like, see Like, don't come to me. It's the wrong person. If you want somebody to coddle you or to whatever, I'm not the person. Yeah. Like, um, before we wrap up... Well, I got mine, too. I'm reading it right oh, now. okay. So, before we wrap up, you had a prophecy. Yeah, I had one when I, when I was like six years old or something like that. I don't know if there was a date on this. And it was like my family was called up on Sunday night and I was a little boy and I distinctly remember being jostled away to that. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> like, I've, like it was a late Sunday night. I always slept. So yeah, no doubt I was probably jostled awake, had to stumble on the stage with my two brothers there. and my parents. That's and hilarious. then... Uh, they all got words. I don't remember them. I don't know if my brothers got words. I don't really remember, but this was mine. What about this boy? What's his name? And then there's three marks written down. Do you want yeah. to explain that? Yeah, man. I couldn't say my own name. <laughs> so it's like literally written down. It's like Mark, Mark, Mark. Because she, she, you I said it. Say you had it to say it again, and yeah. then she confirmed it. Aww. Yeah, until they finally understood what the fuck I was trying to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents were like, it's Mark. <laughs> In front of the whole church. Oh, man. Fuck. Lord, I bless Mark in the name of Jesus. Um, thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I saw that God has given you the patience like Barnabas. You can put up with John Marks. Do you know who that is in the Bible, John Marks? Like Honestly, I don't represent? anymore. You know, how to put it up. you know how to put up with the ones that are sad sacks and the ones that have a bad attitude. You're, you are the one that really believes the best and hopes for the best. I mean, there's the love of God that's really pure inside of you. You have a compassion. I saw you have the ability to put up with all kinds of nonsense. You have the ability to withstand all kinds of things that are not right. But God said, son, I am going to use, going to cause you to begin to rise up with wisdom, and you are going to speak into those situations. I saw, like, a, the wisdom of Solomon, on, Solomon upon your life. And God said that even, oh, you were going to have an understanding about legal matters. You were going to understand about, yeah, like you're going to cause people to come into agreement and because of your long suffering, because of your patience. I saw that you had a lot of patience. Your long suffering, you'll just put up with things, even some things that others do to you. You're not going to tell anybody. You're not going to say anything to your parents about it because you think, I can handle it. I can handle it. And God says, son, I've given you the ability to withstand a lot of pressure. God is anointing upon you and God's blessing for you. And I saw that, you know, that Barnabas was a good man. He believes in people and John Mark. And he believed in John Mark when Paul said, forget about you, man. John Mark was the last to say, hey, you know, Paul's a good good guy. He's really come to know the Lord. God says, you're going to be the one that, oh, you're going to be that one. God's going to use you to reach out to those that are wealthy and that need to know the Lord. And use you to reach those that are very low and that are murderers and those are in prison and that you're going to bring them on their knees and the Lord says they will be saved. God says you're going to be a father to many. Lord, I bless these boys. I stir up the gifts and calling within them and say Jesus name. Amen. Mm -hmm. So pretty quick, but the takeaway, it, it always impresses me when they nail character traits yeah. where it's like, you don't know me as a six-year-old boy, no. but yeah. clearly you pegged me as this. Yeah. And it was patient. Quiet. Quiet. You're not going to go and tell everybody what yeah, they do to just you. Yeah, like, 
yet fucking call me names whatever fuck it i don't yeah. care it's fuck very it. interesting yeah um they had said something about too where like you come in because of your long uh oh you're going to know how to cause people to come to an agreement because of your patience and that that situation with the roommate came in Mm. Where, like, you came in, you were quiet, you were strong, you were compassionate, you just kind of let it talk, you, like, yeah. let it go. And Yeah, like, my inspiration is definitely my dad. Like, yeah. that dude, you know, he's a long-suffering dude, for sure. He'll have re- weirdos just talk to him for hours about how awesome they are. Meanwhile, they're fucking losers, you know? And he's, like, an incredibly successful man incredibly listening to these people successful. brag to him. And it's just, like... Yeah. Man, sometimes people need that. Sometimes, like, yeah, you could just be patient and, like, your patience has a whole fucking effect on them that you're not even... And you yeah. didn't even do nothing. You're just an ear. Yeah, you're just an ear. Yeah. But I definitely have acquired that trait from my dad, for sure, which is, like, uh, there was this little bit in here where it was kind of talking about dealing with outcasts of society, almost, mm-hmm. and a couple little things like that. It, it's interesting. When I, 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 I vaguely remember this word. I haven't read it in fucking, let's call it, 15 years probably Mm -hmm. um but i remember that part and that part always stuck out for me where it's kind of talking about like dealing with outcasts helping with the people who no one else really wants to deal with lord of the nerds yeah and it's interesting when i look through like my group of friends i've always had kind of like this like nerdy group of like i i love my friends i'm not trying to talk shit but like there are friend groups I wasn't in the jock one, even though right. I would have been a jock. Right, you know, right, right. I was in this nerd one where it's like everyone's kind of a little socially awkward. You know, takes a little more to warm up to them, or you know, maybe they do have some mental illness or whatever the case may be. Right. And it's interesting. I, I've kind of had friends like that throughout my life, especially Christian. That guy's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, very but yeah, interesting. Yeah, so I really like seeing the character trait ones, and then and then also sometimes this is the stuff I don't like. It's interesting, they call it prophecy, but I don't like when they prophesy. I feel like they they put this thing into my life where I got it in my mind where they're like, you're going to do stuff with the law. Motherfucker, I can't read. Yeah. Like, literally, I, I cannot. Yeah. Yeah. But that was in my head. And in high school, I took a couple legal courses and like... Did you? I did. And I remember being like, oh, oh what am I... And like, stressing out about it. Like, yeah, like I got to go be a lawyer it? now and like... Why? There's, like, all this, like, pressure from this... Where that was never your thing. No. Never, ever, ever. And, like, even, like, confrontation. Like, I don't want to argue with people. I'll just let you win. Like, I don't need to justify myself. I know what I'm doing. You can fucking have your belief. I don't care. I mean, yeah, like, this one time, this one person who you know, but we're not going to talk about it, um... (laughs) was like praying for us to have a family and praying Mm -hmm. for us to have kids and praying for us to and like after she had known that we were not into that yeah it's like yo (laughs) that's like you can't speak that shit over somebody's life no especially when they don't want that like that's a dangerous precedent to send because i do think that words are important well yeah like the thing is literally like i had never probably heard of a lawyer until that and look at what it did to your whole life no, yeah, like, like, like obviously adult, it wasn't a huge impact, yeah, but yeah, like yeah, there yeah. was a impact. Yeah, yeah, it's um, very interesting. And it's even, I'm thinking when I was sitting there, when you were sitting there, six, 17, like young, impressionable kids, and yeah. this, like, you're a prophet. Like, yeah, oh, this is like big bad. They just came and, in these fucking private jets and like all <laughs> this stuff. And it's just like, I should listen to you. Like, the whole church shut down for you. So, yeah. like, there's weight there, and there's, yeah. like... And and then, of course, they give you a, a classic, like, uh, fucking... They love-bomb you for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's Classic very compliment sandwich you a little bit. Really kind of solidify your beliefs. Give you a couple compliments. Tell you to yeah. invest all your time and money into church. A couple yeah. more compliments. Now, we had a prophetic word given to you and I, which I actually think is cool. I didn't realize that that was the first one for you I and guess I as a couple. I guess it technically was prophetic word, yeah. So our realtor in Calgary, she has that gift as well. Yeah. And she's from the church and like we grew up around her, like her and my mom are like really good friends friends and all that kind of stuff. Video calls, all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, she had prophesied over us after we moved here and she was like, money is coming your way and people will move there and follow you and um, like you're going to build a community there and blah, 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 blah and all this stuff. And I think that like, I'm so grateful for that. 
Yeah, it's very nice. I love when positive things are spoken out about me. Yeah. Because words have, like, energy has matter. Yeah. And energy matters, and words <laughs> have meaning, and yeah. I genuinely think that there's weight. As soon as it leaves your mouth, it matters. Yeah. So watch what you do with your mouth. When you insult somebody, that fucking matters. <laughs> when you call somebody a racist or a transphobe, that fucking that matters. That fucking matters. Like, you can't... Like, your tongue is like a fucking weapon. Yeah. And I've I've learned that at a very young age, so I'm very careful with it. Um, but, yeah, like, it's... Words matter. And so yeah. it's interesting seeing these words on people that are just so young and impressionable. And yeah. Like, <sighs> yeah, it's interesting. It's not wrong. No, it's not bad. Like, it's... It's it positive. Just, yeah, it just... It just if you're in it and you have that, the, I can imagine how powerful and special that would be. I wonder what would happen if more people had positive words like this about their lives. Hmm. Like, I was in the middle of leaving a church. I think, I think I lost my virginity like a week and a half after this. Ha. If my dates are correct. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And so I was really in the middle of, like, not really being around. And I think it was important for me to feel, like, even the amount of people that came to me after was, like, that was a heavy word for a kid. Like, yeah. oh, my God, are you okay? How do you feel about that? Like, I'll be praying for you, da, 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 like, all this stuff. And it's, like, whoa. Like, it was heavy. Like, heavy, heavy. And I wonder how many more people would feel. Like, I'm very confident. I've always known. I used to tell Frankie that I wouldn't die young <laughs> because I know I have things to do on this earth. Yeah. I know it. And even now like i don't think i'm gonna die anytime soon like i think i have things to do here and yeah i wonder how many people would feel that way if they got this kind of thing mm -hmm. when they were 17. yeah man yeah like purpose. it's interesting purpose yeah that's the thing that i was kind of saying like people are trying to just f understand why we're here try to find that purpose and yeah. religion is such an easy purpose it people yeah. just buy into it yeah well that's all folks that's all um hey these are interesting like prophetic words tarot cards all these things are very interesting like again the energy like i think it yeah. all like like whatever that energy is there's something kind of doing mm -hmm. it and even if it's just like you said saying it and putting it out like that's that's also enough yeah i yeah. got in my head that i was going to be a lawyer meanwhile i couldn't even say my own name i i was afraid of public speaking oh like it just yeah. it just sometimes they hit it sometimes they sometimes don't sometimes they don't Anywho, um, yeah, that's all you said. So next week, we are going to have an episode with your parents. Cool. And I'm very, very, very excited. It, we're leaving tomorrow to go to PC with Brant. Yeah. We're going to spend the weekend with Brant, your mom, your dad, your opa. And then your mom, dad, opa are coming to the island. Yeah. And Brant is off on his adventure, the next one. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be fun to see them. Amazing. Um, yeah. Very excited. So stay tuned for next week. You get to meet Kathy and Father Rod. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. The, 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 well, not man. It'll the all make sense why I am the way I am. It'll all the come to the creation of final picture of muscle jokes and B.O. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anybody um, wants to get a hold of us, feel free to call us at. I mean, don't call us. Brant gave out his number on the last episode, he so did, you can... Didn't he? I wonder if that went anywhere for him. Yeah, so you can call him. Yeah, don't call, call him. Us. Don't call us. But you can email us at <laughs> pillowtalkwithmarkandb at gmail.com. You can also message us on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok at pillowtalkwithmarkandb. Mm -hmm. And if you want to support the show, you can go on to Patreon at pillowtalkwithmarkandb. You can just throw us a dollar, or you could give a one-time donation in the link below. Go ahead. I'll wait. I'll walk you through it. Okay, so you're... Got your phone out of your pocket. Perfect. Okay, now you've opened up your Spotify app. You've clicked on this episode. There that, there it is. There's the download, one-time download link. Boop. Yep, there. You clicked it. Open it up. $50. Boom. Boop. Done. Done. Tar charge to your PayPal or whatever. Easy peasy. Thank you for your support, <laughs> anonymous supporter. <laughs> we love you. No, seriously, yeah. We're so grateful to everybody who supports the show. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, we probably still do it but yeah like and, and like this isn't our primary income or nothing like that but like every dollar helps everybody you yeah, know and 100%. like you got to support the things that you get value out of anyways like yeah anyways cool well that's all uh we have to go fix a boat that broke down yesterday yeah fun fun that's island life so island life. <laughs> let's get it adios